He's back, and thank God, Mr. Alex Lloyd joining me from his house on the Central Coast. How are you, man? Welcome to Triple M. Good, mate. How are you? I'm really good, man. How are things at home? Pretty good. I just got the dog trying to jump off of me at the moment. I was going to say, did you get a new dog recently, I saw? I do, mate. This beautiful little Frenchie called Figsy. Okay, cool. A French bulldog. Okay, cool. Was that your decision or was that the kids? Um, Yeah, a bit of both, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, how are you, man? Welcome back. These songs are really good. Thank you, mate. Thank you. Yeah, no, it's, it, it feels really good. I mean, I feel like I'm just back in a good place with yeah. music, you know? So mm. just everything seems to be coming out the right way. Man, a lot of energy in these songs too, you know? Yeah, I think it was like uh, kind of just trying to like pretend that COVID was never yeah, happening. Yeah, big time, man, <laughs> big time. Create these places that I could escape to and I think as much for anything it was for me and then I thought, oh, this might work for other people as well. <laughs> man, well, um, you, you were playing gigs just before COVID. Actually, my band, British India, we played a show with you in Brisbane at Eaton Hills with, I can't remember who else was there, maybe Wolfmother and stuff. Um, oh, yeah, awesome, man. And that, um, yeah, that was, that, and it was meant to be an outdoor festival. And yeah, it yeah. pulled inside. Yeah, that was <laughs> yeah. fun, man. It was good, wasn't it? Was kind of a cool room. Yeah, cool room. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like that was the thing. Like, I feel like, you know, everyone seemed like they were doing lots of gigging, lots of Aussie acts, uh, rap playing and then COVID hit, man. How, how did you find that adjustment, man, from being on the road, doing what you do best to just, you know, it's stopping. Well, I kind of like, um, I had a really big year planned Yeah. <laughs> just before the, it, you know, the first wave of all, the first lockdown, I should say. Of course. And yeah, it just, uh, it kind of threw me uh, financially and just mentally yeah. obviously like everybody you know a lot of people felt the same thing and then i kind of went oh no it doesn't it's not going to happen again <laughs> and no. we're out of this now yeah. you know and then <clears throat> same thing happened but it was worse too because i'd sort of just put myself out there more yeah. uh, and kind of committed myself and had like loads of shows i was going to do you know kind of around the Australia and then um, head over to New Zealand as well and yeah. uh, a little bit in the UK. But yeah, it was all, it was all uh, water under the bridge now. It didn't happen. And it's, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a weird thing too because you're, um, you're a boss, you know, you employ people to kind of, you know, play with you, you know, you know you're kind of managing these other people as well. So it's not just you, it's like, you know, you've got to look after your bandmates and your crew and kind of check in on them. Um, yeah. How do they go through all this, man? Because they're like family as well. Oh man, it totally. It, it's it, it is. It's just it was such a like shock to everybody, mm. and I think also um, you know a lot of real amazing sound guys and industry professionals that work behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah. I think they just change vocation. Yeah, <laughs> you know, totally. Like, uh, and now there's like a shortage of kind of highly skilled um, audio engineers and, mm. you know, like it's, I mean, yeah, hopefully that comes back around and they yeah. can go back to, you know, how it was um, eventually. But yeah, let's, I mean, I don't want to be too old, but let's, yeah. <laughs> let's move on. Hey, <laughs> talk to me. Where was your first gig back when it, when it was all, when we we're all kind of back in action, man? Uh, where was it? Um, I think it was meant to be in um, Toronto, near Newcastle. Okay. Uh, yep. I think it was up in North Queensland, maybe, where, where you could play most of the <laughs> well. Yeah, man. <laughs> so these new tracks, man, tell me about it. You, you're doing everything. You know, you're writing, producing, mixing. Like, it, this is all you, right? Uh, yeah, I didn't mix 
uh, Trojan. I got a I got a really amazing friend um, who's over in the UK, and he's actually been working uh, exclusively for Paul McCartney for the wow. last seven years. Yeah, right. And he's mixed like Roy Orbison and Seal and mm. Peter Gabriel. Like he's awesome, and he's a buddy. So um, yeah. you know, he he kind of did it for me, and um, I, I was lucky to have him on board. But yeah, man, I'm just enjoying kind of. Uh, having that sort of skill because, yeah. you know, to be able to record my own music and make my own music, it's like I can do it exactly the way I want it now. Mm. And even like the latest video for um, House of Dreams, I like, you know, uh, I co-directed it with my cousin over in the UK. And cool, man. We just and I produced it and put it all together. You know, like there was a girl in Portugal and a guy in the UK. And <laughs> yeah. it's just basically them in a flat, you know, in their small flat dancing mm. and doing the kind of things that I think we did in lockdown. Yeah, cool. One thing I would say, you know, when you go through some hard, tough times, mm. there's always something really beautiful and special that happens in there and, yeah. and when you think back you kind of go yeah that was pretty awesome yeah yeah, and, yeah you know just letting your hair down and dancing around your apartment and you know the idea for the video for house of dreams is like this kind of love letter to you know two people stuck in different parts of the world yeah, um and and there is expression in dance you know so um yeah it was it just cool how the whole thing came together and 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 it really speaks to what I was trying to do and I just it cuz honestly the way you know my producing skills is the, as far as film and, and stuff is very uh you know at the uh beginner level <laughs> so, <laughs> has it, but I was really happy with the end result yeah. Man, that's that's such a cool concept, man. Because I mean, especially in Australia, it's so relatable. Like us here in Melbourne. Well, I just think music and film and all the things that kept us entertained. You know, they're such mm. important mediums uh, yeah. and great way to just get out of the place you're in if you need to. You know. Yeah, absolutely, man. Well, that's what you're doing, man. You got some regional shows coming up, and you're going everywhere, man. Can you can you tell me uh, for the punters who may not know? The difference between playing a Cap City show and a regional show, what are the, what are the biggest differences from like a, a pub in Bundaberg to maybe like a, a Cap City show in Brisbane? Uh, it depends on the night, I've decided. <laughs> yeah. Queenslanders on a Friday night are the rowdiest they come, <laughs> yeah. the loudest. And then the weirdest thing is I find is that like my biggest fans, like the real hardcore ones, yeah. they know every word and every mm. song. They probably know the words better than me. Some of <laughs> yeah. my songs, you know, because... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, some songs on an album is like, you know, you never play it live. <laughs> yeah. You might have played it once, you yeah. know. Um, but yeah, they're the loudest. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I sometimes <laughs> think to myself, hey, don't you guys want to listen to the music? <laughs> <laughs> but I think they just want to share their memories or what that song meant to them more than anything else. And, yeah. and that's, I look, wherever I go, you know, everyone kind of sings amazing and coming home and yeah. green and lucky star, like, uh, you know, a little bit in lucky star. I go, I go waiting for your friends to call and they all go waiting for the waterfall. <laughs> yeah. But it, it just, it is a nice night, you know, and I, I'm even finding like, I had all these young, like hipsters, uh, in front of my audience. Yeah, the other man. Night, yeah. Right front and center. And I was like, wow, you guys can't be more than like 22 or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, weirdly, not even born, you know, when when that song came out. Yeah, so, man. How cool! How cool is it to have a song like "Amazing," a song that 
you know, means so much to people and a song that you recorded so long ago and to be able to go and play it and, you know, you must get a real sense of, I mean, you know what it's like being a fan of music. When you sing a song at the top of your lungs, oh, it yeah. really means something to you. What's it like to have that on the other end as a singer-songwriter? Uh, it's awesome. Like, yeah. uh, one of the best things, and this was during, I was actually managed to do a couple of shows in Queensland through mm. the second wave. Yeah. And one was up in um, uh, Cairns at yeah. the Art Centre. Have you played that? Tanks Art Centre? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a great, great it's venue, isn't it? incredible venue. You're yeah, like, like, what is it doing here? <laughs> you know? It's a big old water tank in the middle of the rainforest <laughs> that they've converted into this incredible, like, you know, with great acoustics. And, yeah. Yeah, but I was singing amazing and someone took a video of it and, you know, my, I had this the biggest cheesiest grin on my face and yeah, it was because man. the whole audience was singing it back to me mm. and I saw the looks on their faces you know yeah. and they were so happy to be there and it was like a congregation you know in a gospel church or something yeah. with everyone singing and you know it just felt so good and I, and I swear I was just getting the most positive energy back from the audience and yeah. the feeling of I, I was on a high for like three or four days oh, man, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. and I think I went and did a show the next weekend and it was it was like I think it was like a friend's party or something yeah, was, yeah. it wasn't really a show I was just playing a few songs that you know, sort of fiftieth or something. Yeah. It's a special occasion. Yeah. And I didn't get the same response. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, this doesn't feel as good as last <laughs> I don't know, yeah, it's it's pretty special. I I know that feeling of going to someone's gig and mm. singing like someone uh actually Jem Casadalia, I don't know if yeah. you've heard any of her stuff. Yeah. She was singing and her dad and her mum got up and they sang uh Ryan Adams song uh, Sweet Carolina mm. and man I was singing the harmony in the audience, and I think I was the only one. (laughs) But I couldn't help it. I was just, I I was beaming, you know. And it is a great feeling when you can go to a show and sing along and just let something out. Man, music's pretty special in that way too, because you're going to have that forever, man, for the rest of your life. Like, how cool is it to think about that? I mean, you think about playing like sport. There's like, you know, you can only do that for a certain amount of time, but it's like, man, you're going to have, you're going to be able to do that for the rest of your life, man. That's so cool, right? Well, yeah, I'm, I, I do. Yeah, I'm very grateful, you know, that uh, I've had some songs that have connected so deeply, you mm. know, with people and that I can share that with them now, you know, yeah. uh, when I play shows or when I put records out. Man, these new songs are going to be fun to play live. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm, they're I'm cool, you know. Excited. Yeah, tra- we've been playing shows. We're actually going to take... Uh, I've got a show in Western Australia yeah. um, or a few shows in Western Australia this weekend and we'll be taking it out for a test run. <laughs> cool, man. It's always fun, isn't it, when you, when you how a song can evolve over a period of time and how, like, from the start of the tour it might sound completely <clears throat> different, you know, by, by the end? Yeah, that's the thing, though. Like, when you're doing... I've done a lot of, obviously, I did a lot of it on my own in the studio. And, mm. you know, when you're with a band, you can work out the right tempo and, like, yeah. you know, you can do it all together and kind of come up with it relatively quickly. But when you're in the studio and you've got to do, like, 100 takes before you get the right one, <laughs> you're one that sits just right. But, yeah, it's worth it. And I'm taking my time with this album because, you know, I mean, it seems to be the thing that people put singles out now anyway. And oh, I like that. You know, I, I, yeah. I like the fact that you can make a song and have it out within a few weeks you know I, yeah. I always wanted that back in the day when I was going to majors you know yeah, man. but there was always a release schedule and mm. you know the album came here 
But I think this one, I'm going to put a half the album out this year and the other half next year. Cause oh, I'm, that's a great idea. I'm just enjoying taking my time with it. And, yeah. and you know, I find, you know, I might go away this weekend and write a new song. Totally. You know, and yeah, that yeah. might work better than what I had. You know, I've got like, uh, I think about 14 or 15 songs at the moment that I like. Mm. But there might be something better, you know? Yeah, man. It must be pretty cool as well. Like uh, like you were saying, you know, you're, you're doing all the recordings and stuff yourself. And then to kind of, you know, hear it live for the first time when you're teaching the band. Like it's normally it's the other way around, right? You kind of get with the band, you learn the songs together, and then you go and record it. But this is like the opposite. Yeah. Um, and, and the other thing is too, uh, you know, when I ask other people to play on it, like uh, mm. Ian... Um, from Powderfinger played on a track for me. Oh, and, sick. Um, Declan, he plays with um, plays drums with Bernard Fenning. You know, oh. he played on a track, and I just give it to them and say, "Do your thing." And then if I don't like, if I don't uh, yeah. with it, I'll kind of go, "Oh, can you try this and this?" I like but that. But often, nine times out of ten, even when I do say, oh, "I'm not dealing with that," I'll go back to what they did originally. Uh, and cool. I think there's something cool yeah. about remote recording where you have time mm. to record in your own time without someone else looking over your shoulder going, oh, oh what's that? Yeah, oh. You know, totally. You yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff in the studio and everyone, you feel like you're being judged. And you might not be, but it's like you don't have that space. And I think the best thing about remote recording and home studios is that people can take their time, you know, yeah, and give yeah. you something that they are really happy with. Oh, good. Yeah, good answer, man. Well, dude, I can't wait to, uh, you know, you come to Melbourne, we get to see these shows live, get you to come in, uh, do a co-host, have a proper chat face-to-face. But Alex, man, I'm just, I can't tell you how excited I am to hear these songs, man. I'm so glad you're back playing shows and it was really nice to meet you and talk to you, man. And uh, all the best yeah, over in it, WA. Mate. Yeah, thanks a lot, mate. Look forward to it. Hi, this is Alex Lloyd and you're on Triple M's Homegrown with Matty O.